I'm Scott Casper, and what we got, what we do is we gather around the campfire and tell stories with our guests and uh, kind of compare notes, and you'd be surprised what you'll learn just by listening to this very program. The program, by the way, is brought to you in part by our good friends at, at Fly Racing. They are the uh, originators of the Fly Hard Parts. Fly Racing continues to expand its line of hard parts from bike stands to handlebars and grips, chains and sprockets, foot pegs and lever assemblies, perhaps my favorite hard part. It's a lever assembly to create uh, products such as its innovative boot wash stand. That's pretty cool, too. Fly Racing designers are committed to making quality hard parts. Visit flyracing.com and see for yourself or look for a Fly Racing authorized dealer for a full list of available Fly Hard Parts. So let's go to Roman Avila for breaking news before we go to our first guest. Well, we've got a couple of them. Uh, Trevor Bollinger looks like he's taking Josh Strang's spot. And we had Josh Strang on a couple weeks ago. Um, and it's rumored that he might be going to a uh, certain team green who's trying to make a rebirth in the off-road racing, um, which means that possibly could be a Babbitt's seat. Uh, Joseph Bogle signing with uh, Phoenix Racing Honda. Uh, Was that a surprise or were rumors about that going down anyway? About Strang? Yeah, signing. Uh, it, it's, well, I mean... They signed Jason Thomas last year, and, you know, Tony's good friends with Jason, and, and that's kind of a – he kind of helped with that. But it's kind of a, a – I don't know, Jason just – it didn't work out for one reason or another. Uh, and Josh still wants to race, but I think Husqvarna was looking to bring in somebody fresh. So, to back him up. Well – yeah, to back up, um, you know, their their crew already, so with uh, Thad Duvall. Um, so bringing in Bollinger meant that Strang was left without a seat. Um, so I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But uh, KTM and Husqvarna, which are somewhat one and the same, have now introduced a 50cc electric dirt bike. What are your thoughts on that? Hey, if that's going to sell more bikes to get these kids out there riding and these parents are thinking instead of instead of us putting all this money forward into a two-stroke bike, if if we go out and buy this electric bike and it works and we don't have to work on it constantly, hey, more power to them. Whatever it takes to get these kids on these bikes and get them in the sport and hooked or just riding in general and having fun and enjoying themselves. That's the key. Hey, let's get out there and let's do it. You don't have to, just because it's a dirt bike doesn't mean you have to race or you have to be competitive on it. You can just have a dirt bike and enjoy it let's and have our, fun. Let's so. go to our first guest and see see what uh, Casey's got to say about that. Casey, what are your thoughts on what we're talking about? Jack, do we have well, Casey? <laughs> okay, there she is. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can now, yes. Oh, great. Yeah, I mean, I think that's how almost everyone starts out in, on a dirt bike, is just going out, having fun with your friends and family. And kind of gathering around the track, spending a weekend together, right? There's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all, yeah. As for how I started, you know, just going out to our local OHB parks, actually, um, and, yeah, learning to ride with my mom and dad and friends and just making a, you know, camping trip out of it. 
we were almost out there, you know, like every weekend. And and now, Casey, you've after last last weekend, now you've won every outdoor national title that you can win, right? What not exactly? Which ones are there? There's two X Games medals that's not considered outdoors: a gold and a bronze. There. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, GNCC championship in 2014 and 15 finished second overall in 2016. Nice job there. Yeah. Um, but take us from there. What are the other ones that you've won that we may not be aware of? Um, well, there's a lot leading up to that. But the nationals that I've won is yes, GNCC, and then along with that is the National Enduro Series, and then I won the National Hare and Hound Series that next year. And then now, just this past weekend, I wrapped up the National Enduro Cross Series. How cool is that? Yeah. The, the thing that we know that about winning championships is you absolutely must stay on the bike to do it, right? Right. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> when was the last time you were laying on the ground going, wow? Didn't expect oh. that. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's true. Actually, um, that last year I raced GNCCs, um, I broke my wrist, and that's when I got second in the championship. Um, I did get lucky with breaking it, though, the last round before we went on summer break, so I did have time for it. I didn't finish that race, obviously, that I broke it, and I DNF'd, but um, I did have some time for it to heal, and I was back once... um, the race started back up after two months for the GMCs, but still, I just you know wasn't in the same shape I was at the beginning of that year with having that broken wrist mid-season. Have you have you broken a crown off in your mouth? <laughs> I don't no. think so. I literally just did. And oh my gosh! I've never seen it up close <laughs> and personal. It's really nice. Casey, look, talk us through uh, this weekend and, and racing against the defending champion Shelby Turner, who we had on last week. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't here, but um, talk us through last weekend and how everything went from practice to to qualifying, and then you know the main event obviously was exciting. So run us through that. Yeah, yeah. Even the week before, you know, um, this has been this Endurocross championship has been my most hard fought championship it's been the hardest for me um to achieve and so just that whole week before you know i flew down to socal at ktm headquarters they now have uh, an enduro cross track there for us to train on and um i really put in the work with um actually colton hacker and my boss auntie came out um two days i was there and you know it was it was a stressful week leading up to it but um i got everything done i needed to do and i really felt confident coming into this week this past weekend um you know i i was gonna leave it all on the line and and that's pretty much what i did during that race um practice went good in the morning i was feeling super confident on the bike on the track i was getting around the course and that's you know one of the main things to enduro cross is just momentum if you don't get stuck you're gonna do good um you never know, though. The women's and draw cross track is it's it's a tough it's a tough class. There's um, a lot of tough tough competition. Like Shelby Turner, you know, defending champ. She's even though she had that injury at the beginning of the year, she was on it all year. Um, and then just with the new girls in the class coming up, never riding in draw cross before. You know, when we start lapping them, it, it gets tough. You know, 
sometimes our main line that we want to race in is, is not available. And so we need to start taking other lines that that can make it hard on us and just tougher lines. And, and you never know what's going to happen. So you always just race to that finish. What do you do to mentally prepare yourself during the week before a race? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I just, I just do my thing. A normal, a normal day at home. I, uh, you know, I try not to stress over it that much. Just um, stay calm, do my normal workouts, um, my normal riding schedule. I, uh, you know. Do you have any rituals? My dog, take her on walks. No, I don't really have any rituals. I'm um, pretty easygoing, I think, with coming into a race. I just, I know that I need to get what I need to get done during the week and I get it done during the week, and so I'm always prepared coming into that weekend. That's neat. Do you, you like, pull one glove on before the other one or put your boots on? <laughs> little, no, little superstitions? I any, no, I don't have any superstitions <laughs> going on. I, I do. I I, put I've m- heard a lot about it, though, yeah. I always put my left boot on first. My left knee brace really? always goes on first. I always go left or right I, with everything. Left glove. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I just do. Um, she, or Shelby. I'm sorry. Casey. Oh. I know, right? I, I had Shelby on my mind because we were talking about her being the defending champ. You're the 2018 champ now. Yes. <laughs> you've won all these major titles. I know you've retired from GNCC. What's next? Are we, are we defending this title? And then... What's the next year look like? What are, what are we thinking down the road? Yeah, you know, I'm I am 28 years old now, and so I'm married, and eventually, you know, I, we want to start a family. But right now, um, we still have time. So I, I could tell you where to pick I, up a family. Order? <laughs> <clears throat> no. No. <laughs> no. Anyway. Wow. No. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I still have a long time to do that. So I, uh, I haven't talked anything out yet with auntie. I really just wanted to get through through this past weekend, um, with winning both those two championships and now auntie's at six days. So it's going to be some time until we talk for next year. I don't have a contract yet, but I have to see what my options are and I'd like to defend that and draw a cost title. Who, who represents you in in those discussions? Myself. Really? Yeah. Do you ever find that uncomfortable? No. Um, no, actually, I have not. I, Auntie is um, really easy to work with, at least what I've done with him. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't find anything uncomfortable. I did have um, Mickey Keller help me for a while there. And then um, um, she helped me to get, you know, where I'm at now and, and I was able to now just be able to do it on my own. So how many, Casey, how many more years are you thinking you might want to race? Just ballpark. I'm not specifics. I mean, I understand the family part of it. Um, heck, our, our own Tony Wink, his daughter's three, and he's uh, he's in his 40s. So, um, you know, I, I understand how that can work out. Um, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking it's, it's going to be sooner than later. 
I don't, I don't know exact number, but it will be sooner than later. And even when after having kids, I, I'm still going to be out there and, you know, enjoying the, the races and going back out. It might not be as where I'm at now today, more local stuff I could see myself doing. You could always but. run the vet class. Oh, yeah. I mean, no. Hey, no. Look, no. No. (laughs) Honestly, let's be honest here. You you said you're you're 28 now. Yeah. Yeah. If you have children within a couple of years, yes. Okay. That automatically puts you in the 30 bracket, which is technically what a vet is considered. Yeah. Um, Man, that makes me a double vet. Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I throw across. I don't think the vet class is thirty, though. I think it's thirty-five. Well, and, and I'm not. I'm not saying specifically per Endurocross, yeah. but I mean in a lot of the outdoor disciplines, and yeah, for sure you can probably yeah, do something else quick. different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at what look what Dusty's doing. I mean, and the guys with was doing chemo just recently, and he was out there yeah. racing with you guys uh, in the vet class. But uh, that's a cool cat, by the way. Tremendous guy. But I just can't believe Casey that you've been able to win all these national titles and and these championships. And it seems like, and, and I'm not trying to be rude, but nobody's made a big deal of this we are yeah no and and i want to make a big deal of it because i think as a woman and as a racer athlete yes i i think we should make a bigger deal about this because uh, who else has done this do we know of anybody else no no i'm pretty sure that i'm you're it one to win yeah Every um, major off-road championship there is in the United States. I think that's a pretty big deal. And you should be well congratulated on that because that's not an easy thing. And, and with any kind of wrist injury, you know, and I know I know from Tony's experience, uh, Winks, with his wrist, man, he struggles sometimes um, with that wrist getting sore on him when we're out there riding or racing. Do you have to ride with the brace, or have you had any negative impact with Endurocross? Because that can be kind of intense on the old joints. Yeah, um, I do not ride with a brace, but with Endurocross, it's definitely, I don't notice it while riding in between practicing and everything, and definitely by the end of the night um, after our main. It's definitely sore. but it's nothing to um, affect my riding, so which I'm lucky, lucky for. So, so it, it it is it's going good, but it does get sore, and I'm sure it'll you know with time it'll it'll start feeling better. I sure hope so. I mean, because most of the time, as you get a little bit older, things like that can either go get better, or <laughs> they can just start bothering you more when the weather changes, or yeah. But um, I just want to say congratulations. I think what you have accomplished is pretty amazing. Um, and I've always been a big believer that that you guys don't get enough recognition. I've said this with Jessica Patterson. I've said it with 
Mackenzie Tricker, um, and, and a few other that that we've had on. Um, Jamie Estillo, you know, she's racing motocross and you know, uh, street bikes too. Um, and yeah. what she's been able to accomplish and, and do some things um, racing against boys, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that you guys yeah, need to get more attention, and especially you accomplishing something no other woman has accomplished is very yeah. important. And and I'd love to see that that helps get some more younger girls and younger females into the fold. And, and get them on a dirt bike. Uh, my wife's daughter, I try to get her to ride our little 125 pit bike, our TTR 125, all the time yeah. and just go out and mess around in our pasture. But Yeah. There's a, there's a song called yeah. The Mess Around by Ray Charles. <laughs> did you know that? No, I didn't. Listen, um, what we did with women's wrestling, for example, we had one college team. Now they're at 47. And every team has at least 40 girls on it. So they're all getting a quality college education, university level or whatever. And they're now in the men's um, extended rooms, so the field or the clubs. And women's wrestling, we just took the championship in France. I mean, this is this is how you grow the sport. You constantly throw light on them. And you're right, Roman. Yeah, I my cousin was the first uh, first female to ever wrestle for Newton back in the day but mm. i which is a local high school for us here but you guys with the what happened with the wmx a few years ago kind of what's yeah, happened with just, you know the trickle down of yeah. uh you know of even the gncc you know I, i'd like to see a big resurgence happen for you guys across the board yeah. why, why don't we guarantee women a segment on every single show one segment every single show no matter what no matter the discipline can we make Perfect. that a pro- can we make that a project we sure can i'm in yeah I, I it's not it's as important to me as who wins is if we get the job done that you're talking about yeah and yeah I, i'd love to i think it'd be great let's and we uh, I mean, uh, we can get in touch with some other people and get some other people out there that you know maybe have some ideas of who to come bring on the show. And you got to stay on the gas, though. Okay, I mean that's something. We could, <laughs> if, we, if we start something like that, that's got to be a regular feature for at least twenty six weeks. That's that's half a year. Yeah. For those that do math, we can make that happen. <laughs> Casey, who do you want to thank? First, I'd like to thank you guys for acknowledging. You know. Um, appreciating that what i have done thank you for having me on your guys' pit pass radio show i appreciate it and you know we're we are the women the pro women we're putting in as much work as those guys out there so you know thank you for noticing that and and trying to help us you know achieve our goals also now did do you remember that song we are the world we could rewrite that for our women <laughs> oh my God. i remember that song yeah. i don't I just saw i just I mean, saw it on tv today i'm sure casey probably doesn't remember that song but maybe she, does. she doesn't want to remember it Look, yeah casey, no. are, are you at home right now do you have a computer i am at home yeah get, get on the youtube and then i want you i want you to call us back and I want your opinion on We Are The World. It was no an, an amazing piece. Since this is my oh show. My um, oh. Hello. I think it would just, we don't have to do it on air. I just want to know what you think. Because Michael sure. Jackson's in it. Diana Ross is in it. Kenny Rogers is in it. I mean, the cast was amazing. You're not in it. And the rule was you had to leave. check your ego at the door. That yeah. was the rule. That was the rule. Yeah. 
Anyway, stay tuned. We'll be back after this. America's Motor Racing Talk Show continues. It's Pit Pass. Stay tuned. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts.